Hello, BitMartians. Nathan here with a special product announcement. Although the 24-hour flash sale may be over, BitMart users can still snag an elite NFT on BitMart's NFT marketplace from the 1st of September until the 30th for only $39.99. During this month, users can buy, sell, or trade elite NFTs however they want. Just keep in mind that when October 1st rolls around, those benefits will lock in and the NFT will stay put with the current user. Remember, this NFT is a proof of membership, the first of its kind, giving its holders exclusive benefits. Some of those benefits are VIP spot trading fees with negative maker fees and almost zero taker fees for a maximum of 1 million in trading volume. A guaranteed mystery airdrop of up to $100 in tokens on October 15th, personalized 24-7 customer service, and of course, a wonderfully designed and exclusive NFT that you simply cannot get anywhere else. Now, back to the podcast. Cloud computing may be in Ethereum's future. Exiled leaders in Myanmar want to use the CBDC to fund the revolution. And crypto is key to cracking down on crime, according to Europol. Hey everybody, it's Nathan from BitMart here with your September 6th edition of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch, giving you all that news that you can use to fight these ongoing crypto winter blues. Don't worry everybody, it will be over sooner than you think. Ethereum miners may use cloud computing. Some of the world's biggest Ethereum miners are looking to shift their computing power to cloud computing and artificial intelligence ahead of the network's move to a different type of consensus mechanism, an upgrade known as the merge. The merge is set to take place around September 13th to the 16th, and it will switch proof of work in favor of proof of stake, which will do away with the need for large amounts of computing power and data centers, and is expected to reduce the network's energy consumption by at least 99.95%. Canadian crypto miner Hive Blockchain, which was skeptical of the merge even happening just last month, said on Tuesday that it was testing other coins that are mineable with its fleet of graphics processing units, as well as cloud computing and AI applications. The miner already has a test pilot project running at a tier 3 data center, where a portion of the NVIDIA A40 GPU cards are being applied to cloud computing. Quote, these cards, the A40, can be used for cloud computing and AI applications, rendering for engineering applications, in addition to scientific modeling of fluid dynamics, the company said in a press release. Meanwhile, another Canadian miner, HUT8, which has been diversifying into high-performance computing since the start of the year, also said Tuesday that its latest batch of installed GPUs will be designed to pivot on demand to provide artificial intelligence, machine learning, or VFX rendering services to customers. There has been plenty of speculation on what the Ethereum miners will do after the merge. One theory is that miners will redirect their mining rigs to Ethereum Classic, which is the splinter network that emerged from the 2016 hard fork after a hack in which $60 million was stolen from one of the earliest decentralized autonomous organizations on the Ethereum network. Ethereum Classic has, in fact, emerged as a potential winner ahead of Ethereum's merge event scheduled for later this month, with network metrics surging to lifetime highs and ETC tokens gaining value in a mostly little-changed crypto market. The Ethereum Classic hash rate reached over 48.64 terahashes per second as of this morning, having surged more than 133% since July, while ETC tokens have gained some 28% in just the past 24 hours. 
The price of Hive's shares fell more than 5%, while Hut 8 stock was down about 3%, in line with most mining peers on Tuesday. A CBDC to fund the revolution? Half a year after the military junta in Myanmar revealed its plans to launch a digital currency, the country's government, ousted in a coup in 2021, voiced its own intention to launch one using frozen national funds. In a recent interview with Bloomberg, the Minister of Planning of exiled Myanmar's National Unity Government, Tin Tun Nyang, asked for the U.S. blessing to use virtually the country's reserves, frozen by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York since February of 2021. The funds Nayang mentions have been frozen on Singaporean, Thai, and Japanese accounts and could amount to billions of dollars, according to Bloomberg. While Nayang doubts the United States government could decide to allocate these assets directly to the national unity government, he points to the possibility of using them as reserves for backing the digital currency of the alternative central bank in exile. The money is needed to support revolutionary efforts in the country. The National Unity Government consists largely of lawmakers who won the Democratic elections in November of 2020, only to be ousted by the country's long-lasting military junta in February of 2021. Its previous efforts to gain financial support include the issuance of revolutionary bonds and auctioning the mansions owned by junta leader Min Ong Heilang. In February of 2022, a representative of the junta claimed that the military was planning to issue a digital currency to support payments within Myanmar and help improve financial activities in the country. Before the military seized power, the Central Bank of Myanmar had warned that anyone in Myanmar found to have traded digital assets could be imprisoned or fined. However, in December of 2021, the National Unity Government announced that it would recognize Tether, also known as USDT, as an official currency. Crypto can stop crime, at least according to Europol. While Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are being increasingly used by criminals, the open nature of blockchain technology also provides authorities with a key new way to tackle organized crime. This was the general consensus among crypto specialists and financial investigators who last week gathered for the sixth global conference on criminal finances and cryptocurrencies in The Hague, hosted by Europol with the support of the Basel Institute on Governance. According to the speakers, who represented European regulators, law enforcement, and experts from crypto exchange Binance, as well as blockchain sleuths, Chainalysis, CypherTrace, and TRM Labs, the use of cryptocurrencies is expanding to practically every country and sector, facilitating new forms of crime. Examples of illicit activities where crypto has been used include drug smuggling, match fixing in sports, and financing of manufacturing, acquisition, possession, and export of weapons of mass destruction. Additionally, there is a growing number of professional money launderers who take advantage of the options provided by digital assets to launder proceeds from both physical and cyber crimes. Yet, referring to the pseudonymous nature of most blockchain networks and the ability to track, to a certain extent, cryptocurrency transactions, the speakers also agree that these unique characteristics offer an unprecedented opportunity to investigate organized crime and money laundering networks and to eventually recover stolen funds. Tackling organized crime, however, will also require the right tools, capacity, and cooperation, said the experts. According to Europol, all parties involved in combating crime, such as law enforcement, regulators, and the private sector, are working hard to stay ahead of those who have used crypto assets to commit crimes and launder money. The organization also counts on new European legislation to ensure that crypto assets are treated like any other assets for the purposes of anti-money laundering regulation and supervision. 
The new rules, finalized in June of this year, will require service providers, such as crypto exchanges, to collect and store information identifying people involved in crypto transactions, as well as hand the information over to authorities that are conducting investigations. The new regulations, however, will not impose the tracking requirements on private, unhosted wallets that the EU Parliament initially planned in March. Nonetheless, as law enforcement and judicial authorities increasingly treat cryptocurrencies like any other asset from a legal perspective, seizure, management, and eventual conversion of cryptocurrencies into fiat money is now becoming a much easier task, said Europol. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT-related available wherever you get audio content. It truly is a non-fungible experience that your ears will never forget. BitMart is expanding internationally, and we'd love it if you followed at BitMart UK and at BitMart Russia to show how crypto is taking over the globe. The BitMart NFT marketplace is also live and ready for trading. Check out our exclusive collection of premium NFTs, from your favorite exchange. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines or get some of those cool NFTs that I was just talking about? Sign up for a BitMart account today using our link in the show notes and start your trading journey now. We've even got a welcome bonus going on for all new users where you can win up to $5,000 just by registering, depositing, and trading your favorite crypto. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.